We want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded, and this area's original name is Nam. We pay respect to them and their elders, past, present and emerging. Oh, it's the little podcast, babe. I have just started listening to music. <laughs> panda fluffer, like it's very specific. There's no reason you can't have a cult focused on garlic bread. Oh, with the boys. With, 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 you ate it. Tasted like you were eating poison. <laughs> You're right there, darling. First of all, that's not standard issue. Astronaut wear. Aren't you? Yeah, other people. I know what other people are, Annie. Oh my god. Tuck it into your waistband. Can sometimes be seen at the top of the waistband being like. You would be the most annoying ghost. You know what? I'd like to be better at bringing my cat into work in a sneaky way. Check it where you get your protein from. I don't even know why I call you my best friend. (laughs) You're listening to We Want To Be Better, an upskilling, socially conscious comedy podcast hosted by myself, Bianca Ismailovsky. And me, Annie Nolan. And Annie, I know the topic that we want to talk about today is quite obviously what is happening in the, around the world right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That is what we actually tried to aim for doing and we reached out to a few people because we certainly as two white women don't want to sit on our podcast and talk about something so huge mm. um, without the most important voices Absolutely. Yeah. So while we do want to talk about Black Lives Matter and we want to talk about how to be better allies, how to help support the movement and what changes need to be made, we want to talk about those things, but we also do not want to do it without someone representing that community on this podcast. Absolutely. And we have made effort to start doing that, but Obviously, right now, a lot of black people are inundated with requests and also they're taking a lot of the burden and they're exhausted. Yeah. They're, like I, I actually feel uncomfortable asking for it right now mm-hmm. when it's the main headline and stuff. You know, it's almost like, oh, we only care when it's front page news or whatever. Absolutely. With this, this conversation needs to be going on all the time. Yeah. And I, there is a part of me that doesn't actually want to ask for help right now when one, it's saturated and I think that you can – certainly if you're looking for information, it's everywhere at the moment. But two, when black people are at their most vulnerable and they are exhausted and they're so confronted by like so many of the images and everything on TV or actually being amongst it. So this is a conversation that we're going to have to keep having yeah. regardless. This is not – just yeah, a exactly. floating into the media moment and then we forget about it in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We need to keep talking about this and so we will – we will. We will definitely be doing it. So I don't want our listeners to think, why aren't you talking about this issue? We will talk about it, but we also want to make sure that we do it. Sensitively, intelligently, yeah. properly. The last thing that we need to do is create more damage. We'll just – we're going to do it, but we're going to do it the best way we can. Mm-hmm. So that is coming. And – And I know that white people should be having these conversations without black people present anyway. I do understand that. But on a platform, it's very different. Certainly not all black people are activists and are willing to talk about it and they shouldn't have to talk about it. However, there are black people that are activists and we want to get them on and do it properly. So we will talk about that at some point in the future and as Annie said this is a conversation that we need to keep having and keep it front of mind anyway so we will be bringing it up again all the freaking time (laughs) is actually what we're gonna do yeah (laughs) while we're not going to talk about everything that's going on right now I do want to talk because today's episode is about hair and There was some cultural appropriation that happened this weekend with an Instagram influencer and hair. And I really want to just talk about that Mm -hmm. while we're on the subject. So for people who aren't aware, Sarah Day, Sarah's Day. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this information comes to us via other people. Yeah. I I don't know who she, I didn't know who she was. And, you know, I kept seeing people talking about this woman and braids and, you know, the way that she's handled the situation. And I thought, well, I need to see what's going on here. So I've looked into it. And so for people that don't know, Sarah Stevenson is her name, which her Instagram handle is Sarah's Day. She's an Instagram influencer with something like over a million. Is it Instagram or is it YouTube though? 
I'm not sure. Yeah, Maybe yeah. she does have YouTube. Okay. I think she probably does use YouTube. Whatever. Mm. Okay. She's an influencer. She has over a million followers on Instagram and she's doing a collaboration with White Fox Boutique. And Ironic. Ironic. <laughs> White, White Fox. Fox. Yeah. And no other foxes. You know, the photos <laughs> came out for the campaign and the fans got a sneak peek and people said this is cultural appropriation because in the photos she's got braids that are coloured and people said... And they're, they're large, large braids. Yeah. They're braided in a way that lots of white people go, upside down braids, you know, upside down braids. Right, yeah. <laughs> Rather than box braids or braids that black people wear all the time. Yeah. So people said this is cultural appropriation. So she was removing some of the comments, like the negative comments on her Instagram, mm. which is like what people were most angry about as well. And then she was like, fine, we're scrapping that campaign and I'm going to retake the photos. And then the next day she's on her Instagram complaining about the fact that she has to do new photos and saying that she's walking on eggshells and she's too afraid that she's going to offend people now because of her hair. And I just, I am just exhausted by all of this. I'm outraged. I'm actually furious because... White people actually need to start listening and one of the things that white people constantly do is, one, flip it so that they're the victim but also use their white fragility and their white tears as power against black people. Mm. So instead of just going, I didn't know, and also that we will get into that in a minute, but instead of just saying, I didn't know and copying it and going, do you know what? I made a mistake Mm. and listening and not deleting messages and whatever. Mm. She has turned it so somehow she is now the victim. Yeah. We don't know this person, obviously. Uh, We were just saying that this is not necessarily on our radar and she is not the only person to have done this, but this is a reoccurring theme. This is the thing though. This is what I don't understand. It's like, how did you miss that? Like Kim Kardashian, I feel, is constantly wearing her hair in inappropriate ways and sparking this conversation where we are I it is so prevalent, I feel. I do not understand that's how your someone, industry. That's your industry, that's your yeah. job. Like you yeah. have a million followers. How did this slip by you? Yeah. How are you not no, paying but it attention? Didn't, it didn't. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. So it's like one, you can claim that you didn't know, which I do not believe, but okay, fine. But then the next day, say, I'm treading on eggshells and I don't know how to offend someone, just further highlights the fact that you clearly have done zero research as to why it's offensive. But these people, these massive influencers that do this all the fucking time, they would never let a fashion trend slip past them. No, they know the ins mm. and outs of oh, every yeah. other thing Everyone's that's just tying, about to happen. happen. tying their shoes around the bottom of their flared pants. Everyone, <laughs> that caught on really fucking quick. So Everyone's how are that. they missing something that affects far more people that's constantly mm. in the media? I don't believe it for a second. I do not believe no. for a second that she didn't know. No. And even if she didn't, the way that it was handled was disgusting. Yeah. And it's damaging. And this is the thing is that, you know, uh, uh, that pyramid of white supremacy has been shared over and over and over. And if you've missed that, well, wow, that's another thing that you've missed. Mm. But you can find that on Conscious Kid on Instagram. And it's a pyramid that explains that all of these things contribute to white supremacy, even though you might think that it is absolutely nothing and that it's small and it's just hair and all of this holds up like a pyramid that the very evil top of the pyramid that harms black people and ultimately is killing black people. I'm, I know that people are going to go, oh, well, you can't equate that with the murder of black lives, you know, at the hands of police or Aboriginal people dying in custody. It's not the same thing. No, it might not be exactly the same thing, but it is part of the problem and how we end up there. Every little bit of disrespect and racism contributes to the society that we live in. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, sometimes you do fuck up. I've fucked up. Yeah. I have fucked up because I have grown up white and privileged and completely unaware and in a country that doesn't tell our white children about our black history at all. So 
part of it is the responsibility of this actual country and society, the reason that I don't know, and part is my own fault. I didn't know, I think I've talked about it before. I, I, I didn't know, for example, I used that song Oreo, right, once. Yes, because you were filming Oreo cookies. I was making something that had Oreo biscuits yeah. in it. And I just look into Instagram and I saw a song that was Oreo, so I just laid that over it. Then I found out that that was actually really offensive. It's It means a black person that's white on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. And it's used against black people. I had no fucking idea. So what do I do? Take it down. Take it down and own it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the other day that by sharing, again, well, this is actually well-meaning information about Black Lives Matter and the protests that are happening overseas, that I was inadvertently contributing to the protesters being identified. So if you're sharing the images online of people protesting and they haven't got their face covered and they're easily identified, then they can get in trouble with the cops again. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm And a lot of, you know, pages that I'm sharing from are black people's pages, so I assumed. But even black people can stuff that up too. Yeah. I didn't know that. And do you know what? I, I've, I fucking learn. Mm-hmm. I learn very fast and don't do it again. No. And- I'm just absolutely outraged and disgusted, particularly in the context of everything that's happening yeah. in the world at the moment, that she would use her white power against black people. I'm sorry, but that is what it is. And the thing is as well is that it has sparked a conversation, but the conversation is people defending her right to wear her hair that way. And I cannot believe some of the comments I've seen this weekend do some fucking research and educate yourself but also just don't wear your hair that way what are you missing what is it really that bad for you to not be able to wear your hair that way because it it offends other people why is this the hell you've chosen people to have the right on? to wear swat stickers people have the right to wear kkk hood you can wear it but just know that you are doing damage and mm-hmm. and again like i know that sounds super extreme to try and equate a braided hairstyle with those obviously extreme movements but at this point it is doing something. Mm-hmm. It might not be doing the damage yeah. that those extreme symbolism and hoods and stuff might do, but it is doing damage. Might mm. not be on the quite the same scale. I get very upset and angry and enraged when people make no effort to educate themselves, remain steeped in ignorance, but then get angry at the backlash. If you're going to make no effort to educate yourself and do better and be better then you have to deal with the backlash. That's what it is. That's how it is. Or if you're wanting to capitalise off wearing black people's hairstyles, then that's the price you pay. Yes. So if you're going to make money off wearing something that historically has been used against black people, Black people wearing their hair in braids has meant that they couldn't have jobs. Black people wearing their hair in braids have been kicked out of schools. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to do that, sorry, I'm getting so angry. (laughs) Uh, If you're wanting to do that, then you better be bloody ready for people like you (laughs) and me coming on a podcast and saying, you, it's completely unacceptable. It is. Stop it. And that's another thing, isn't it? It's like, would she have taken the photo down and reshot the campaign if she wasn't planning on capitalising on it? Because now she's like, well, maybe people won't buy this because of that. It's not because, oh, I've done the wrong thing and I want to make amends. It's like, well, people won't buy from this. Yeah. Because obviously you made no effort to learn about what you've done wrong. Yeah. I wonder if that post, if it, w- if exactly, it wasn't a money If it was post, just a post, mm, she would probably have kept it up. Yeah. If you are Grace Hart, I quit here and now. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, having a bad hair day. Bad hair decade, really. So we've gone on a bit of a rant, but we wanted to talk specifically about hair. And I guess while we're also talking about hair right now, let's just start off the episode by saying don't touch black people's hair. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, anyone's hair, actually. Like, yeah. But the thing is, is that sometimes white people are fascinated by black people's hair simply for innocent things like it's just not like their own which is fair but mostly it's for darker reasons and that's that white people are so fascinated that black people would choose not to conform with 
normal beauty standards that are so white centric and that they're happy with that, right? So yeah. <laughs> black women embracing their natural hair confuses white people. And their way of displaying that is often by wanting to touch it. Wait, I just cannot understand why you would go up to someone and say, can I touch your hair, please? We're living in a society. Don't do that. What are you doing? Like, what? Who do you want? Yeah. yeah. It, it perpetuates the inequalities too because mm. it's the inequitable treatment and the presumption that black people's hair is abnormal. Your mm, our yeah, hair yeah. as white women is the default. This is exotic hair. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this before. Yes. You're so different. You're so other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it perpetuates that inequality. Yeah. So don't just don't do that. Yeah. That's the first thing. Which is that and that is what we were gonna start this off with. But the reason that we're discussing hair, and I feel like this is a recurring theme of the podcast lately, like I am just uh doing crazy things and being like, oh, that's it. I feel trapped. I'm shedding my name. I'm chopping my hair, but I chopped my hair off. I said to Bianca earlier that you're a completely different person to the person I met. I don't even recognise myself. (laughs) I have changed. It was a joke like many seasons ago that we did this podcast called We Want to Be Better, but we actually weren't getting better and that everything was kind of staying the same. Yeah. But the last couple of seasons, Metamorphosis, yeah, I have just, (laughs) I have, yeah, I've I've gone into a cocoon and I've come out as a butterfly. I I am the wind beneath your wings, baby. You are the wind beneath my wings. That was the number one hit on the day that I was born. Really? Yes. That's why you're always bigging people up. Oh, stop it. Did you ever know that that you're my hero? Love that song so much, but it'll make me cry, so don't. Okay. Um, Yeah, no. uh, So, look, I I cut my hair. And the reason that we're talking about hair today is because all I wanted to do was give a little chop. I wanted to cut my hair a really long time ago, actually, and I didn't because you – amongst other people, were like, no, your hair looks so good long. Like, leave it, leave it, leave it. Do you know, though, it's not necessarily that the the length. It's just that I think that I couldn't imagine it Mm. short. And you're just so beautiful in my eyes. So I didn't really (laughs) – I thought that you were fine. But you know my reaction when (laughs) you came in. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. I love it too. I was planning on cutting it and I had wanted to cut it all isolation, but I couldn't get in to see my hairdresser. And I've been watching a lot of Brad Mondo, which we'll get into, but I thought, you know what? Everyone else is doing haircuts. Everyone around me has been shaving their head. I just want to cut my hair. So I got the scissors, I cut it off, put a video up on Instagram and the backlash of people telling me, how could you do this to me? They're like, how did you do this to me? I'm like, I don't know you actually, so I don't know. But they were so upset that I cut my hair. And I just... And at this point, sorry, it was a trim. Like, oh, I mean, it wasn't a trim. It was a little bit off, but it's not what it is now. No, yeah, yeah. It's gotten much shorter. But yeah, I just was so shocked that people were so offended that I cut my hair And off. invested. Invested in your in own hair. hair. And I wanted to just start looking at, you know, why do people love long hair so much? Like, what is it all wrapped up? Why are people so wrapped up in other people's hair? And I wanted we to look into be- it better at understanding how hair is so politicised and how it actually has so much influence (sighs) on the world. When I started, you know, researching it, I think the first thing I looked up was like, why are people so obsessed with long hair? And I just got stuck into the internet. You know, I was just like on forums and everything and I found it so fascinating and I wanted to talk about it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to get into hair. I like flowing, cascading hair. Thick, lustrous hair is very important to me. I discovered Brad Mondo during isolation, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I freaking love him. I discovered Brad Mondo through you. Yeah, I, uh, I've never been more obsessed with anyone on the internet before. Not only is he, like, so effervescent and, hey, beautiful. Yeah. You know the latest season of Queer Eye? Not the latest season, but the latest group of Queer Eye people. The, the latest reboot? Is yeah, that the what you reboot. Call it? The reboot, yeah. yeah. And the reason that they're so successful is that they're so kind. They're 
constructive and they help and they do change things Mm -hmm. and they show Mm -hmm. you how to make changes, but all with the undertone of being really kind. Yeah. I think that's why I love Brad Bondo. Yeah, that's true. I, I have more of an acid tongue. I don't know how good I would be. In queer, <laughs> in queer, I don't. Also, you are not a queer man. Yeah, I met just like in a makeover show. Oh, yeah. Because remember how they used to be that show, How to Look Good Naked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which no, is what that, was that? They wait, would put a they would put a naked photo of you up on a building, right? Yeah. Wait, that was wait, 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 wait. Was I'm it Carson Cressley that was on no, it? No, 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 no. Hold on. Got really? one. Gokwan. It was Gokwan. I was right. Oh, no. Carson Cressley was on it, though. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Well, maybe we're both right. I actually <laughs> thought that that show was really good because that was... It was about your inner, inner beauty. beauty. Yeah. I loved that show. Yeah, that was a good one. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, wait, what was Trini and Susanna's one? Oh, though? that was What Not to Wear. What? See, that was far <laughs> more to the that point. Was, <laughs> that was very severe. That was very harsh. That was aggressive. And that <laughs> it was hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the makeover show on – actually, I I was showing you how ridiculous it was and you were like, I can't watch it because they're just telling them not to be individual. But it was uh, your hotness level or something. Oh, on, stop. Or, or like 100% hot. And they just <laughs> like – people come in and they just say, yeah, you look rubbish and then remove all of their individualisticness and just shoot them out the bottom as like, like – a Just Jeans sta- yeah. model. <laughs> and then – and like sometimes the people would just be like, I hate it. And they're like, oh, you look much better. Don't be ridiculous. We've made you look much better. Um, That reminds me of, you know, every princess trope where she takes off her glasses and straightens her hair and now all of a sudden, you know, she's she's beautiful. How (laughs) many people don't realise, oh, she's so beautiful now she doesn't wear glasses. Like, what? I think there is a thing in film where, yeah, if someone has glasses, they're a different person. Because seriously, Clark Kent how how could you be in love with Superman but not know that your boyfriend Clark Kent is oh. Superman? But it's just glasses. There's I think nothing they else. Need the glasses. Yeah, that's it. That's mm. exactly right. But speaking about Brad Mondo, I absolutely love him and his videos. It's just basically he does hairdresser reacts where he watches someone decide to bleach their hair at home and completely they fuck it up. Do DIY <laughs> home jobs and he gives commentary on it. Yeah, and he's amazing. But I was watching Brad Mondo and I just I was like, that's it. I want to cut my hair off. Like I've been thinking about it and I want to do it and I really want to do it. And then the thing is though, is that I felt like I couldn't because I had taken so long to grow my hair long. And even though I wanted to change because Brad kept saying, You're, if you've had your hair for more than five years, you need to change. And I was like, oh, my oh God, God. I've, had it. I've, I've had the same hair. I need to change. I need to change. But the thing is with long hair, people always say it's you can do so much more with it. It's versatile. But you can't because, one, it takes so long to do anything new with it. But two. Oh, no. See, I'm on that train. But, but the thing is, is that once you've got it to a certain length, you're too afraid to cut it because it's like it's going to take me so long to get back to yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably me. I'm not one of those – People, you know, people do say, oh, but you can do so much more with it. You look at me and tell me that I don't actually do stuff with me. I mean, right now I'm sitting in a beanie trying to cover my hair. But I wear my hair up in lots of different ways. Yeah, you do. And I wear lots of accessories in my hair. Yeah. It's like my thing. I love it. But I do understand what you're saying at the same time. Yeah, I just felt like I was trapped by this hair. Mind you, also, I'm a dirty, dirty woman that will put my hair up and then possibly leave it there for two weeks. I am honestly surprised (laughs) that your hair hasn't fallen out because sometimes Annie will do her hair and then I'll see her every – I see her every day. So I'll be like, oh, she's done her hair exactly the same way, like the same bubbles and everything. No, same. I just sleep in it. You literally sleep in it. I don't know how you do that. No, because I have this little clip that I twist my hair up into and mm. I s- put it up on the top of my head yeah. and then when I sleep it doesn't like <laughs> rub on the pillow or anything. Mm. So I just keep it like that. I mean, I give it a brush every day, oh, but it's like ask. in the style. Do you do you wear a shower cap? No. Yeah. No. I have two. I put them on the girls. Yeah. When I can't be bothered. Because as soon as you wet hair, you have to wash it. If the girls wet their hair, then it's just going to get knotty. So I have to condition it. Yeah, I was at my friend's house the other day and their shower cap was hanging up behind the door of their bathroom. I've got two shower caps. And it was the worst shower cap Oh, I've no. Ever seen. It was what? like, what is 
of those like disposable a plastic ones oh, that you get no. from like a dying kit. They don't have elastic in them. <laughs> they don't have any elastic. I was like, what is that doing for your hair? Uh, yeah, no, I've, I actually have started to use one because my hair can't be tied up properly so it gets oh, in the way right. yeah and it's just so weird having a shower cap I don't See, like that's it. that's the advantage of long hair but yep but okay. yeah so look I was like that's it I've got to cut my hair and I'm making the chop and I felt very free and liberated and I I want to thank Brad Mondo for that but the thing is I started looking into like why is it that we love long hair what is it about it because so many people were attacking me about my choice and Bizarre. Very bizarre. And the first thing that I thought of, because I, I was the same in that I love long hair, but I, I think like for me personally, I prefer like medium length hair just for myself, but I do love the look of long hair. And I was like, why, 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 why? And like many things, I was like, fucking Victoria's Secrets. That's what it is. It's the fucking Victoria's Secret. They've all got these tiny abs, long manes. Like, can you honestly... It's, when I see Victoria's, Victoria's Secret, Secret like shut down, it like, has been. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but but the thing is, for a fashion parade, other than the Miranda Kerr million dollar bra, can you name one? Do you remember any outfit? No, I remember wings. Wings. Well, that's because yeah. they're angels, but that's <laughs> it. It's all about the bodies and the hair. And so I just had assumed I had sort of like put that. Long yeah. and cascading hair is beautiful and yeah. Well, it, Rapunzel, her hair is actually powerful and it has a metaphorical pull, mm. you know. The, you climb the hair and you're pulled towards her. <laughs> okay, I just... Except I, for that time that you had your Rapunzel that you read a few. But also with Rapunzel the film... Don't get me wrong, I love a short, choppy brunette bob. But they gave her a shit yeah, one, Yeah, come they? on. Like, you yeah. know the hair isn't going to grow yeah. back. So why did you cut it so short? And choppy, like and way she, yeah, too choppy. Like, and why isn't she got it fixed by this point? She's yeah. just she's just leaving it like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That was too much. That was too much. But anyway, so I started doing research and why is it that women have long hair? Like why? Why, why is it? Why? Well, evolutionary psychologists explained that it is an outward expression of fertility. Oh, because of course it is. Because like <laughs> everything comes back to how fertile, you know, how, how we can uh, create children and be fucked. Why, yeah. why isn't it? Why would, why would I have not thought of that? Yeah. So apparently if you had long, luscious, healthy hair, that was just a sign that you're not barren pretty yeah. much and that you're a good mate. And, and it's interesting because I got so stuck deep into Reddit which, like, I think of Reddit as, like, the dark web because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's the saddest thing. People are like, oh, I was on this Reddit forum, and I'm like, oh I'm always lost. I don't get it. I have no idea how to use I Reddit. Just, I just keep pressing click down, and I don't really know where I am, what? and I don't know how to do it. What is it? I don't know. I am. I have no idea. I have tried to get onto Reddit, and, you know, because I've – I Same. like them. I like them when I find a forum, but it's because I've Googled and the Reddit form has come no, up. It's because like BuzzFeed or something has given me the funniest things on Reddit responses or something. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that was funny. Oh God, I've got to get over to Reddit. Yeah. I'm missing out on so much. <laughs> I'm missing out on Reddit. But then I get on there and I'm like, this is too complex on? for me. But anyway, I'm deep in the dark web of Reddit. And <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's making paddling moves. Like she's a dog treading water. Yeah. I'm like getting deep into Reddit. Reddit, doing some like investigative work online and and one of the reddit threads was r forward slash because that's reddit thread and it was like why do men love women with long hair and people were saying you know i've wanted to cut my hair short and my boyfriend and all other male person in my life was like no 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 don't cut it don't cut it and they're like but why what do you like about long hair why why do i have to have long hair and men said that they prefer it when because it, it's better in bed, yeah, right. It looks good when you're on top and it's, it's just cascading down, it's sexy. Oh, God. which is weird because one, it gets in the way of and it gets it, sweaty and shitty and in your boobs yeah, are covered it by got, it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be better easier to also, not like? Have it? Isn't it funny that we hate a hair? If you found a hair in your food, it's disgusting. Oh, a hair 
on its own. A single lone hair and is the worst, most offensive thing you can see in the world. And they hate pubic hair. You know, they're, they're oh, you know, I love hair in bed. Oh, hold on, not on the fanny. <laughs> Fuck no. They're very particular about uh, where the they want the hair. the hair and the length of the hair. But then I started looking into it because I was like, well, fuck you. Because I'm not going to have long hair just because a man wants me to. If anything, that's going to make me want to cut it off. And that's where it gets interesting. Because in the 1920s, that is when hair started to get short for women. In Western society, In Western society, yes. Because actually, long hair was just how – it wasn't – women just always had long hair. Yeah. Pretty much. And it was just worn different ways. So in the Victorian era, it would be long. But twisted up into into a bun and you couldn't see it. And – in the 1920s, women were sick of not being able to vote. They were sick of not being able to work. They wanted education. And so there was this thing called like the new woman. And so they sort of just decided to cut their hair off. Not as we need to look like men same. to be respected. Yeah, it was yeah. sort of just like, fuck your feminine ideology. It, it was an outward expression of the change that they wanted to see. Mm. The, the equality that they wanted yeah. to see. Because yeah. it is a big thing, isn't it, about when a woman cuts her hair off. I think Coco Chanel said, when a woman cuts off her hair, watch out because she's mm. doing something. Like there is, there's always like something, there's a reason why well, they do it. It definitely does have that sexual power or that, that feminine power, doesn't it? Not just, you know, if you're looking at Rapunzel and all these like white type of things or um, Victoria's Secret that you were just talking about. But even in religions, if you look at Orthodox Jews or Muslims, even nuns, right? They either cover their hair or cut their hair because of different reasons, of course, but sometimes it's a sign of modesty. Other times it is so sexual that only their husband can see it or that God can see it for nuns. And so it has always been seen to have this power. Why on a woman? It's it's interesting because why is it that a full head of hair on a man, the uh, and sorry, cis man, sorry, who is the sex that actually loses their hair, why wouldn't you think that they're the ones that should have more hair? Because they're the ones that actually are losing their hair. Why why is it seen as such a sexual power for women when it's men that bald more than women do? Mm. Mm. That is interesting. And really, if you think about – so obviously, you know, religions and stuff will do different things with their hair or cover their hair and stuff, but for the people that don't – fall into those religions or communities, when women cut their hair short, it's often seen as their life is spiralling out of control or that they're emotionally unstable. I mean, it was a joke through this whole pandemic that, oh, have you cut your hair? Yeah. Mm. Like that, because that meant you weren't coping. You've gone a little bit bonkers, right? Oh, the 2007 Britney. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Like your Miley, when she cut her hair, she was seen as... It was very controversial yeah. that she was going off the rails. And isn't it funny then when Katy Perry did the same thing and cut her hair, people were like, oh, the demon that was possessing Miley Cyrus has now entered the body of Katy Perry yeah. just because they've cut their hair. But then also it's like sometimes women, when they cut their hair, they're seen as to be taken more seriously. Like, for example, and this happens I think quite often with child stars, Emma Watson, Miley Cyrus, Natalie Portman, they're seen for so long as little girls, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, and then they chop their hair off to sort of be allowed to be like, well, I'm a woman now because yeah. it's like this liberating thing. It, and it is liberating, I guess, but it's it's how they are like, well, now I'm grown but up. But it's a privilege, Bianca, because it's going against the idea that they're there because they're sexy, Right, mm. it's all of a sudden. Okay, well, you've worked long enough, and you've established yourself enough in the industry to have your hair cut short now, because we know. Oh, yeah, we'll give you the permission. You're such a good actress, and you've proven yourself, so you're allowed to get away with short hair now. You are not getting the role just because you're a little sex kitten. Mm. You know, even if you think of business women cutting their hair short, and they are being taken more seriously and stuff. It's the same idea that a woman wears a skirt in an office compared to like pants and how pants is like a power suit and all of this stuff because it's less distracting. 
you know, a, a skirt, a mini skirt or a high heels. They're so distracting for their male colleagues that might be working with them. Long hair is quite distracting. I take women so much more seriously when their hair is short because all of a sudden I'm not seeing them in the sexual way yeah. that you were seeing them before. Yeah, I'm not sexualized by this person. Yeah. That's fucked. <laughs> that is so fucked up. Yeah. I've written a little bit here about how obviously we're talking about this being a quite a Western phenomenon, mm. how we're saying it, but it's actually not. Although some parts of the world, particularly in tribal African communities, short hair is seen as beautiful, long hair and femininity are inextricably linked in the majority of countries in the world. Yeah. So I was looking into India after listening to The Guilty Feminist the other day. They had an episode on Indian women and there was a long conversation about hair and how it is extremely important and that no A-list actors or Miss India contestants sport hair that isn't well past their shoulders, right? They are all got long hair and how there is so much pressure on them to have really long hair and how mothers and fathers get angry when their daughters cut their hair. And they were explaining that the only time that really it is acceptable for women to be cutting their hair is for religious reasons or custom and not as a political statement or an act of self-love, right? It's only for a higher power or anything Mm. like that, right? But then that makes it really interesting If hair is so important in India, as I listened to and I was reading about, it is made so much sadder when we look at the hair extension trade. Because considering that India and countries where long natural hair remains the extreme badge of beauty, so the other countries were like China and the Ukraine, these are also the countries where the majority of human hair extensions are being made. And why is that? Poverty. Right. Financial hardship. It's where women are poor enough to consider selling their asset. Essentially, we're taking advantage of, even though it's so important in these countries Mm. for different different reasons, they're the ones that still seem to be giving up their hair a lot more. So it's like even more of a sacrifice isn't it's it? a massive sacrifice massive. a massive sacrifice for them particularly when you look at the patriarchal structures that these women are having to face compared to what we have to face we talk about intersectional feminism all the time and this is exactly that okay we've got patriarchy here and okay they've got patriarchy there but it's completely different their patriarchy is you know i mean like you can you only have to look at what Indian women are uprising against in India and that's like, for example, rape culture or women having acid thrown on them, right? Their their idea of feminism versus our idea that we've got the pay gap and things like that, obviously very important. But their feminism that they're fighting for versus our feminism that we're fighting for and then you look at the patriarchal structures that we're both living under, well, why is it then that they are having to give up their hair for Western women? And I'd got this quote from The Guardian. It said, working class women's hair is used to bedeck the head of those who are more privileged. It's been going on for hundreds of years. More worryingly, back in 2006, the Observer reported that in India, some husbands were forcing their wives into selling their hair. Slum children were being tricked into having their heads shaved in exchange for toys. And in one case, a gang stole a woman's hair, holding her down and cutting it off. When Victoria Beckham said in 2003 that her extensions come from Russian prisoners, so I've got Russian cell block H on my head, she may have been joking, but it was not long until the Moscow Centre for Prison Reform admitted it was possible that they were forcibly shaving and selling the hair of prisoners. So I hope you know where your human hair extensions are coming mm. from, I suppose. is the I know that that's very confronting and there are synthetic extensions that lots of people use, but they... Because some can they, be heated. They, I, think, I yeah. think that's the main thing though, isn't it? That people don't want synthetic hair extensions because they can't do much with it. They can't be dyed. They can't they be can't, dyed. I think they that's can't be the main straight. Thing. They, they can't can, be curled. Like, some can be. So some can like not be touched with heat at all. It's just like that's how it comes. Okay, right. But some can have a bit of heat and you can style them. But I don't think they can be dyed. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I don't think they can either. And that's why when you're getting your extensions, I think that you should be really looking at what you think the price that someone else should be paying 
yeah. for you to have this hair. I wear extensions. Mm. I do. I wear synthetic though, which is like, I don't know, you could argue that that's bad for the environment as well because isn't it plastic? But I wear extensions every now and then and it's often because I want to – I like really big hair. Yeah. And that's like the hairstyle that I like. I like the big 60s. Ooh, like Bridget Bardot. Yeah. Yes. Bridget Bardot mm. is my muse. I love her. And so I'm not going to sit up on my high horse like I don't wear extensions. And, you know, earlier we were talking about the black community and I know that, as we know, because white women, again, have appropriated it, wigs and extensions are very prevalent in the black community. So, you know, there's lots of reasons that people would wear them. That's fine. But also just consider where it's coming from. I think Mm. it's really, really important. Do you want that big head of hair at the cost of someone else. Well, that's the thing. It is like, you know, we're very aware of where our clothes are coming from now and not to buy fast fashion. But yeah. hair, I think, just like sort of slips under the yeah. under there somehow. Yeah. I don't want you playing with something that has such bizarre hair. Awful, awful hair. Well, the focus is a lot on women there and hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick of it. why is it always us having to worry and us having to make moral judgments and things it's time that we had a bit of a look at the history of men's hair and Mm. how that affects them yeah oh i'm I'm, I'm keen to chat look at us being balanced (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not because we get shit It's not often that we care about men's issues, but there we go. Oh, all right. Um, okay, so unlike women, <laughs> what? Oh, no, I'm, I'm glad we're going to talk about it, but it's also just like to highlight how women is like the difference. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a massive difference, mm. isn't it? Because unlike women's hair being linked with femininity, you would go, oh, okay, well, then men's is masculinity. Uh, nah. Wrong again. <laughs> Nothing to do with masculinity constructs at all. Mm. I know that this is going to be quite a shock to you, Bianca, but it's more to do with power and wealth. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, no, no, masculinity, though, isn't it, really? Because that's what men think <laughs> is masculine? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, of course. Well, of course, because, you know, the men have the power and the wealth. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. It. That's what it is. And yeah. that's exactly right, right? Mm. So in centuries past, long hair was seen as a sign of wealth and class. So kings and emperors throughout the globe mm. had long hair. They had long hair. Because powdered they, wigs much. <laughs> powdered powdered wigs. wigs. How funny are the lawyers? The ugly. barristers. Oh, I know. Barristers. I watch Rake and I still am just, I can't why are you seriously? putting this on? Like, what's the point of this? It's so ridiculous. It just doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me is all I'm going to say. Okay, imagine back in the day, a guy comes over for poetry and chill. and he's, Poetry and <laughs> like, I don't know what you're meant to do in those day and age, like poetry and chill and have a chat about how the earth is flat. You know, just like yeah. you're hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And he starts macking on and his wig dust is popping in your face oh, and fuck. wigs flopping off. Oh. I mean, it's just... And he's got his high white socks with these little pointy black shoes. Yeah, they love those loops. little black shoes <laughs> and the buckle. The buckle. Yeah. There was nothing. Yeah. I just, oh, God. They look like chicken legs, didn't they? <laughs> They're just, yeah. Oh. Such, it's, yeah, that's quite a cute. No, that's a little look, babe. It's not a little look. It's, it's not just, a little look. Yeah. So, so anyway, look, emperors and kings yeah. had long hair. Yes, they did. And that's because if you think about it, I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it? There are so many instances of a shaved head being the form of oppression, submission or order. Yes. Okay. So if you think about concentration camps, uh, slavery. Military. Yeah. Even being in the military, they all have to have shaved heads, right? Sidebar, I thought I should just put in here. I was reading on the internet as well that enslaved societies, white women often would hack off the hair of enslaved female servants because apparently it confused white men. <laughs> Fucked. Just another reason, like, please it don't. confuse them. Yeah. You know, long hair and it's sexual power, Bianca. I shouldn't be attracted to this person. Oh, my God. Well, it's confusing. <laughs> How come I'm attracted to, you know, fucking there are so racist back then. Yeah. Well, and fucking now. I'm. Why am I saying back then? Racist, like, 
the thought that a white man would be seduced by a black woman was just too much for white women. So they would do that. Anyway, the point that I make is that the lack of hair was seen as oppressive or submissive or, you know, Mm. that you would take orders for that. People in the military, like there are practical reasons. Like working class people had to have short hair, particularly the men, because they were the ones that were out in the workforce that were down the mines. Mm. Can't have a powdered wig in the mines, okay? It's not going to stay very white for very long and, you know, it's it's just dangerous. It's just yeah. you don't take your powdered wig in the mine. That's it. That's it. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't take your powdered wig in the mine. <laughs> so exactly. And so the people of the upper class would mm. have long hair yeah, because they wanted to differentiate that they were not – the lower classes. Yeah. I mean. They got that powdered wig going strong. You only have to open a history book to see all those men with their long hair. Yeah. But then that really. Not the best look, but yeah. I, <laughs> different time. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, men were rocking the long hair. But what happened was, particularly in Western societies is what we're talking about. Men began to cut their hair short. And ironically, this is why, (laughs) it was because they were getting a wig tax and they were like, you what? And so they didn't want to pay the wig tax. They still tax our periods, which we can't cut off, by the way. We can't just stop having our periods. But yeah, they didn't like paying wig tax. So they just thought, oh, we'll start cutting our hair then because we're not going to pay your tax. Why is it not a shock that they changed because of that? It wasn't any pressure. Like women were like, hold on a second. But also they didn't like the upkeep because they had to wear nightcaps because their hair was waxy. (laughs) Wait, what? They didn't like the upkeep. So you know Ebenezer Scrooge, how he's always got that nightcap and you're thinking, why the fuck are you wearing that nightcap, Ebenezer? Yeah. And like you look in nursery rhyme books and they're holding a candlestick. A candlestick. And they've got a nightcap. nightcap. And I'm always like, why would you wear a hat to bed? Yeah. I always thought it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's because their hair was waxed and they don't want to get waxed on their pillow. So they would wear, you know. And I think, sorry, you just said that so fast. Yeah, they wore wax. Uh, they wore. <laughs> <laughs> they had wax in their hair, right? Because oh, yeah. their hair's long, and you know they. Okay. It's, it's kind of like it's you know styled. you know the beehive look. How women yes. would sleep with cages on their heads to keep their hair in style. It's me, right? Yeah, it's like you, right? <laughs> and you can't move. You're just lying there. So they had these little nightcaps, which right. oh, it was too bothersome. It was too bothersome for them to have their nightcap on. So they were like, "No, we're just going to cut our hair. We'll just be done with it." And that's how shorter hair became the thing of the time because it was too much upkeep. Too much upkeep. I have to laugh at that. I must laugh. So it wasn't society's pressures. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? No. Yeah. So then short hair was the thing. But then long hair on men sort of became a form of rebellion in a way because – you look at hippies with their long hair and and it's always like so like after the world war when the, we're looking at the 60s and yes. that move and 70s sorry yeah and that movement love and peace, peace right yeah so well. they yeah. are growing their hair out because they're just like well fuck you you know we don't want order right we want to just be free and let your hair hang down and it's funny how people always mention hippies hair Always, you know, like, oh, long-haired hippie. And anytime that someone has a long hair, like a man has a long hair now, people often refer to them as a hippie. And it's funny how that stereotype is, like, stuck with it. But, yeah, it it was a form of rebellion to be like, no, well, we just want to be free and let our hair, like, let our locks Yeah, exactly. So the opposite of military type of thing. Absolutely. Right. Well, that's so interesting because now if you look at any sort of workplace that's somewhat – conservative or requires a suit you have like don't have to but they all do to be obedient workers or conservative they cut their hair it is interesting that beards and long hair are equated with unprofessionalism there's this thing like if you wear a suit you've got to like shave every day and have short hair I just don't get it yeah especially when the reasons for women having long hair are apparently like sexual, fertility, all of that stuff. Well, then wouldn't you think that long hair on a man, you know, the people that go bald or having a beard, which is also quite masculine, 
why why then are they not encouraged? I don't know. It's it is really it is strange, confusing. Yeah. The way that hair is for men is so different yeah. than the way it is for women and the pressures that they have. Yeah, all right. Liam cut his hair short because he wanted to get a job. I'm not joking. He did that. He, was, I, I he, he thought that his hair was holding him back. <laughs> and I argued with him that I thought that he should keep his hair because people knew him with long hair. You yeah. know, you, you sort of – so many people have their identity wrapped up in their wrapped hair. Up in the hair. Mm. I mean, look at all the redheads. It's awful, but so many redheads – have their identity right? Like it is you know, discrimination. Miranda, Miranda yeah. in Sex in the City, she's the redheaded one, feisty like redhead, fire, yeah, fiery redhead, feisty. I I feel sorry for redheads because often, well, one they used to be seen as witches and burnt, mm, yeah, <laughs> historically, but now they still are treated as they're fetishized. That yeah, yeah, they're fetishized or outcasted. But either way, there are so much of who they are as a person and how people see them is seriously their hair. Exactly. And it's fucked up. And it's interesting that when people have conditions, say alopecia or Mm -hmm. cancer, how there is so much grieving of their hair. Yeah. And I I think I would would absolutely be the same. I think that... You know, for all its the negative stuff that we've talked about today, there is something about your hair that is so personal. And that's why you don't, you know, if you're a black woman, you don't want people touching it. That's why if you're a redhead, the way that people see you is so sensitive. You know, that's why having long or short hair has been a way of rebellion or a way that you want to make a political stance. It is. It's so personal. Yeah, I, I know. I do love hair. I mean, I think we spend an exorbitant amount of money on it. Like, it is crazy the amount of money that <laughs> we spend on hair. Unless you're like me and just hack it off yourself with kitchen scissors, which, you know, doesn't cost a lot of money, that, actually. That actually hurts my, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. I do love hair. But I just think it's, I think it's interesting how much we put, how much importance we do put on it. And that, yeah, you're right, can be used politically. It makes such a statement. Even a bad hair day for me, if my hair isn't looking good, then everything feels shit. Well, Donald Trump constantly has a bad hair day. Jesus And it hasn't Christ. affected him. But can you imagine? Like, <laughs> look at Trump. the amount of attention that Julia Gillard had on her hair, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that Donald Trump, there isn't memes and stuff like that. But the way that they were treated so mm. differently – Julia Killard, her fucking partner was a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. He was a hairdresser. She had hair that was always immaculately maintained and yet the conversation around her hair was constant. Yeah. Constant. Donald Trump honestly <laughs> Trump couldn't give hair. two flying Don't. fucks about his yeah. hair and yet still the most powerful person in the world. Trump's hair... It, it really confuses me because he he keeps going on about how like great it is that it's his hair. And I've looked at diagrams of how he must. So it's obviously like it must be like this long, right? Like it uh, comes down podcast, to like. Okay, so I, yeah. I, like I, I'm going yourself. like it'd be down to like past the titties, I reckon, right? His hair. Yeah. And what he does is he, he wraps he, it he up. He wraps it all up. So that's why it has a shelf at the front oh. because it's actually pulled up from the back and wrapped around. Mm. To, yeah. That's why, and he's so so proud of it. And it's like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't particularly. I would, I want to attack the man because I think he's an awful man, not to do with the way that he looks. But obviously, he has some insecurities. I, I just, I think he's that the most it insecure projects <laughs> insecurity. Yeah, it's the, like yeah. he is the one person that definitely doesn't want to shave his head. You think you're so cool because you can pee with your penis? Get a new conditioner. Your ends are totally split. I thought that we could finish with something a little bit different. Oh, a little bit different. Yeah. Our podcast, something different. Yeah. Yeah, different. Nice. So we have talked a lot about human constructs and hair. Well, and we're I humans, that, I mean. As, I mean, yeah. It's a human condition <laughs> to talk about other human things. Yep. But 
I think we're forgetting that my other job is now working with him. Oh. You're a hairdresser of sorts. I am absolutely not a hairdresser. (laughs) Do you know? No, there is something that is said all the time in dog grooming and cat grooming, but more so dog grooming, about that. Because people always say that. They'll come in and, you know, as a human, you can go down to Just Cuts and get a, probably not a female, but male haircut for... Oh, $15, the amount of mm. men that we have come in and when you tell them the price of how, of what how the dog room be? is, they go, oh, oh, I'm going to get my hair done oh, for $10. God, is it like, oh, yeah. And they always say that. And then the response by groomers is, do you, do you sit still for your hairdresser? And they're mm. like, yep. Do you try and bite your hairdresser? Yep. Do you have a full body haircut? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you shit on your hairdresser? Uh, no, yeah. So all of those are not factors when you're going to just. I mean, it's a haircut. whole body haircut. Yeah, yeah, it is, That's and it's so you know they a lot of dogs hate it, and it is so dangerous. It is so easy to cut a dog. I can't explain how easy it is to injure an animal while grooming. They try and lick the scissors. They try uh, and yeah, it's quite complicated. I, I just honestly. Trimming my cat's nails is the most stressful part of my life. <laughs> and that's just yeah, that's right. just cutting the little nails. So I honestly don't know how you do it. Well, practice and patience. God, patience. It's patience and patience. And it takes a long time. I think that people don't realise big dogs take like four hours. And then the owner comes in and they're like, oh, oh, my hair doesn't cost that much. It's like, well, your hair didn't take as long and you were cooperative. (laughs) But one of the things I've found really interesting, dog hair and human hair is completely different in that unlike human hair that has one hair growing out of a follicle, dogs' follicles have one central hair, which is the guard hair, and then they have three to 15 smaller secondary hairs surrounding the guard hair, all existing from one paw. So you might know that as the undercoat. You know, lots of people talk about like the undercoat and the mm-hmm. upcoat. Mm-hmm. And it is hair is so important to dogs. It is. Lots of dogs use it as a way to like regulate their body temperature. <laughs> it's like what? hair is so important to dogs, says the girl with two hairless dogs. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to know? Do you want to know the history of a Chinese? Like, I think that this is really interesting, but, you know, people might tune out now. Chinese crested's actually don't have hair because it was a genetic defect and they think it's from the Aztecs, but then they were traded to Europe. And during the bubonic plague, the black plague, the thing that transmit the plague was fleas. And so they trained Chinese Cresteds to chase the rats, which were all had the fleas they on were them. riddled with the plague. Yeah. yeah, riddled with the plague. And Chinese Cresteds were bred without hair so that they couldn't catch fleas. Wow. Yeah. So actually they have a purpose. <laughs> and and Chinese Cresteds <laughs> regulate. Next, sorry. What? Like the next sequel of A Dog's Purpose is just Chinese Cresteds in the Black Plague <laughs> era just <laughs> running through eating rats. Well, <laughs> The hair is so interesting because, you know, I think that when people look even at dog grooming, they think that the hair is some sort of fashion statement, but nearly all hair and the way that it's cut is for a reason. So if you look at schnauzers, they've got those ridiculously big eyebrows. Well, that's because they used to have to, well, and still do, many are still working dogs. They go down tunnels, often do things to the ground, and they would go down holes to collect rabbits or whatever, and the eyebrows are to protect the dirt from getting in their eyes. Oh, just like you wouldn't wear a powdered wig down a mine. <laughs> but yeah. you wear the big eyebrows. That's exactly right. Yeah. So there is so many reasons. Uh, double-coated breeds like have a lot of obviously hair and their hair is like really complex because it's to do with insulation and stuff like that. And a lot of people will say that you're not, you shouldn't shave those breeds. Uh, yeah, of course you shouldn't. But sometimes as they get older, they can't look after themselves and there might be a reason to do it. You'll see lots of Pomeranians and things like getting shaved as they get older. But the one thing as a dog groomer I just want to address Mm -hmm. is matting. So if you have a dog with hair, it needs to be brushed. Mm -hmm. And as I was explaining at the very start of this, dog's hair is not like human's hair. There is not one hair that grows out of that follicle. There's the undercoat and there's the upper coat. And often when you brush brush through it, which 
is often a brush from the supermarket that's crap. So get a good brush. But you're just getting all those top hairs and you need to be getting the bottom hair. So each time that you're brushing, you need to be separating, like parting the hair and brushing right in down near the skin. And I hope that that is a tip for people to try and help them to avoid matting because the only solution to matting is shaving. The only solution. I mean, you can sit there and try and demat, but it's like can't just put some like, coconut oil in it and let it o- leave it overnight. No, <laughs> I mean, like you know, some people might have dreadlocks and they might get them reversed, but fuck. Usually, you would never do that to an animal. It is knotted to the skin I'm and it's so, so painful. I'm sorry. Did you say dreadlocks reversed? As yeah, in, some like people un- can brush them, unbrush them. Yeah. What? Yeah, I th- I really think that that is an extraordinary thing to do. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so brush your dogs. Brush your dogs. I just want to say this on behalf of all groomers: please brush your dogs mm. because it is a really important part of their health. It serves a purpose. Hair on a dog does so much. Every breed has a reason that they have hair or they don't have hair in certain places, and to not brush them is so damaging. It can create bacterial and fungal infections. The amount of dogs that I've shaved and have had bruising because the matting has been so tight, it's very, very, very painful. If you can imagine someone twisting your hair and just holding it next to your skull, mm. but like all over yeah. your body, it's really painful to move. All right. Well, yeah. you're going to have to wrap this up because I need to get home and brush my dog. So let's. <laughs> I brush I'm your dog. I'm freaking out now. I no, need to get home. Yours is all right. <laughs> Anyway, thank you, everyone. I hope you have enjoyed this on here. If you have anything else to add, please go over to our social media channels. Our Instagram, pretty much dead, but we will try and revive it. And also, we are going to be coming out with a new podcast soon. Yeah, would you like to? No, 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 just just like the the biggest teaser. It's like a teaser, teaser, teaser. Okay. That's like Like, a pre-teaser. A pre-teaser, the teaser of the teaser. So we're coming out with a whole new show. We'll still be doing this show, but we're doing like an another show. Yeah. It's it's Bianca's baby, (laughs) the other show. I can't wait to tell you about it. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.